Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Survivor After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Survivor After Show. That music, I'm so happy to hear it again. Hey guys, this is our Survivor After Show. I'm Justin Walter, joined by... Jerry Manthe, oh my god! We are going crazy here at the Afterbuzz Studio from tonight's episode. They drew rocks! They drew rocks! It has not happened since season four Marquesas when Pappy drew the rock and went home un. Unbelievable! I, I'm still in total We're shock. in shock. We did not expect this to go down, and we're going to talk all about it. Oh. We have so much to talk about tonight, because last week, with the holidays, we did not have a Survivor after show. Yeah. I was in Vietnam. You were enjoying your El holidays. El Paso, Texas. El Paso, Texas. And in Tombstone, Arizona. Ryan, we don't know where he was and where he is right now. Ryan. Where are you? No, he's what actually happened, sick. Ryan? <laughs> I come back into the country, so Ryan takes a little hiatus. Uh, he's like, I, I spent too much time yeah. with Jerry by myself. I got to get out of too. here. So, uh, <laughs> so excited to be back and talk about Survivor and to, to see you again, Jerry. It's awesome. Oh, I'm so glad you're back, Justin. I know. I love I it. I missed you. I missed you guys too. And I was downloading the episodes on iTunes and watching them while I was traveling and like <laughs> on the airplane going, oh, oh, oh. and everyone was looking at me. And so it was crazy. But before we begin our show tonight, we have two episodes to talk about we do want to send out our condolences and thoughts and prayers to tina and katie and their family if you have seen in the news tina's son and katie's brother passed away in a car accident a couple days ago yeah it's very sad tragic for the survivor community and for their family yeah it was it's just we're all still in some pretty deep mourning Right now, for Tina and, and for Katie, I, I I tried to reach out to Tina, and mm-hmm. I know that she's getting inundated with emails. But uh, I just received something from her today. Oh, you did? Yeah, she just she wants to know that she says thank you for all the love you guys are sending her. Um, but I'm sure right now she's just overwhelmed. Yeah. He's 25 years old, and it's it's tragic. Horrible. Horrible. Horrible I haven't accident. seen him since he was like 15, I think. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah, it's it's really sad, and and I know I I've seen Katie on Twitter posting just thank you for the love and support from the fans, and and they they really appreciate it in this time. So, in in watching it and just thinking, you know, be careful on the road. All these car accidents lately, and it's it's just yeah, it's be hard. careful out there, you guys. Yeah, and you know it's it's one of those moments in life where you kind of like stop and 
and realize that you should really express your love to the people that you care about yeah. and and you know give those people hugs and kisses yeah. every day because life could end like for that. anyone so yeah. our thoughts are with your your family tina and katie and if there's anything tina, survivor after buzz can do just let us know yeah so. i can't wait to give them a hug no <laughs> So we have to talk about last week's episode. We, you know, this week's episode tonight. Both episodes were good. Tonight was epic. We have to get to talking about it. Obviously, teasing it with the rocks drawing and oh, yeah. craziness of tribal council. And in the promos, you know, they always say a crazy tribal council. And you know, ah, you never know if it's true or not. Yeah. It was true tonight. There's been some pretty crazy ones, but this <gasps> one really, like, I had my my heart was like my heart is still powder. like. Going really fast. So yeah. let's talk about last week's episode first. We'll, we'll kind of go through that a little quicker than we usually do so we can get yeah. to tonight's episode. Don't get mad at us. We're not going to break it down. Not going to break shot, down. Just the main things we want to talk about. <laughs> I was One- eating turkey last week. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't really thinking about the show. I was on a booze cruise in Vietnam. <laughs> it was fun. Oh, I can't wait um, to hear about that. Yeah. <laughs> so one of the main things um, at, at the Redemption Island, something happened that was uh, stood, stood out to me. Laura Moret won the challenge, and then she basically helped Tina win against Vetus in solving a puzzle. So Vetus would go home. Try to hide it. It didn't was like even, it was so, so blatant. blatant. Yeah. What did you think of that? I thought it was awesome. I mean, I I I know that there's always like this kind of battle mentally in your mind. Should I help somebody? Is it okay? Is this allowed? And Laura just was like, I'm helping Tina. And what (laughs) I thought was great about it was, okay, she's helping Tina. Yes. Cause of the mom thing, but strategically that was smart for Laura to get Vetus off her redemption Island because he's a stronger competitor against her. So yes, she's helping Tina as a fellow mom, the, you know, team mom, there's hashtags team mom out there and people (laughs) rooting for the moms. But strategically, that was a really good move on her part. And if I were Vetus, I would be pissed off. Oh, as, he was. And he was pissed. He's had a few moments on the show where he's, his anger mm-hmm. has really come out yeah. in, in kind of in a scary way. And that was definitely one of those moments. I mean, I... I he am, wouldn't even hug Laura after... I, I don't think I would hug that. Laura. <laughs> I mean, think about it. You are fighting for your chance. And then basically, someone is handing... Handing it to your competitor, it was. If I were Vetus, I'd be pissed. But smart strategic move on Laura's part. Yeah, I just I thought it was nice. It was crazy. I mean, so so <laughs> Vetus went home and joined Aris as the second jury member. So that was a big moment from last week. And then it was kind of the episode was a lot about Sierra. Where is she going to go? So Hayden and Caleb approach Sierra saying, we have to go against Tyson. This is our move. Let's reunite the loved ones with Katie. Caleb, Hayden, and Sierra. Us four versus Tyson, Monica, and Jervis. Come with us. Don't go with them. And at that time, I didn't even really know where Monica stood. Yeah. And I, unfortunately for Monica, she seems to always be at the bottom mm-hmm. of every alliance. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the one thing about that whole scenario, it really came out when they were at the immunity challenge. Yeah. The reward challenge mm-hmm. with the food. Yeah. And they had the option to either play the game. Yep. Or eat, and I mean, I was disgusted. Yeah. So who? Uh, so basically, before going to the immunity, Sierra went to Tyson and basically said, "Caleb and Hayden are coming after you guys. I'm on your side. I'm pledging my loyalty to you, Tyson. I will vote with you every single way you want to vote from here on out. I am with you for it's us four versus them." In my mind, I was like, 
why would you go with them over the loved ones? If you went with the loved ones, you have such a better shot of going against them compared to Tyson and the returnees. You are clearly number four if you go with the returnees. Yeah. No matter what they say. Yeah, it didn't make any sense yeah. to me there. So basically that happened. And then Sierra, Tyson, and Jervis sit out sit out to eat food. eat. And like I said, when you weren't here, the one thing about this season yeah. that's been really great in my nerves is watching Tyson eat. I watched you on YouTube get disgusted it's about it. so gross, man. He just, like, he's constantly throwing back food. And he's doing it in a, in a cocky way where he's throwing oh, it yeah. in your face. Except he was, like, gnawing on bones and then throwing the scraps into yeah. the bushes. Like It was one of, I've you know, Sierra, I think, Ugh. has been playing... An under-the-radar good game. And I think it was one of my low points for Sierra in the game. No matter how good of a position you think you're in... Don't be cocky. Don't be cocky. And that was one of the moments where Sierra got cocky. And it made me look at her in a different way of, Mm -hmm. you are getting too cocky in this game. And you're just rubbing it in their faces. Yeah. Like, Monica... No, okay, Monica clearly is at the bottom. She doesn't know where she is and all that sort of stuff. But I love that she plays. Yeah. You know, she, no matter what, even if she is secure with Tyson and Jervis, she's going to play. Yeah. Monica's going to play. And I knew she was going to win that challenge again because... Her body weight is like nothing. Zero. Yeah, 25% of her body weight is probably about five pounds. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I know, Monica's, I like, Monica's Monica. seeing the effects of Survivor. She is yeah. so skinny. It's, I know. It's hard to watch a little bit. It is. It is. I mean, she's still so strong. Yeah, and she's fit. very muscular. She works out. You see those a lot. muscles. Yeah. So Monica won her her was it her second or third? I'm getting lost. She's basically I think it's winning her third. Her third. Yeah. She's won her third. So Monica won immunity, and you know later on in the episode, I remember at, at tribal council, Jeff saying like, "Were you guys offended that they set out?" And Tyson said, "No, I'm surprised more people didn't sit out because more people should be secure in their alliance of where they are." Yeah. No, not with all that back and forth that was going on before that. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I, that, in this show, I have a hard time liking people who are overly cocky mm-hmm. and like feel so secure with themselves that they rub things in people's faces. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't like to see that. It's interesting because we've seen with the loved ones a shift of up and down of cockiness. You know, I was rooting for Vetus for a while, and then he got cocky. Yeah, and, and so know? did Caleb. And then Caleb got cocky, yeah. and then Sierra got cocky. You, you can't be cocky in this game. Like the second you think you got everything figured yeah. out, that's when everything gets turned around. Mm-hmm. And mo- most of the returnees have been cocky because they're returnees. You know, from Tyson has been cocky most of the game. Uh, he's just cocky. He's in a general. cocky guy in general. He's like that in his real every life. season he's played. This is his fourth season. He's been. Cocky cocky every season he's played but you know is it a first time gamer thing player when you get out there and finally when you feel like you have a little sense of power you let that cockiness get to you you know is that a first time mistake that the loved Uh, ones are making i mean it's obviously not just a first time mistake because tyson is doing it yeah that's why i really am enjoying watching jervis play because he's not as cocky. Mm-hmm. Although tonight he had a little outburst and I was like, keep your mouth Jervis. shut, man. He, has a weird, <sighs> he just has like the weirdest moments to yeah. like really express his inner deepest feelings in not appropriate ways. Yeah. So one, but, of, one of the key people we're going to talk about tonight, especially in tonight's episode, is Hayden. But last week, Hayden has been kind of playing a low game up until this point. Up until yeah. last week, Hayden has flown on the radar. He's made his alliances. He's done his kind of like go with the bros, go with the majority, just stay in the majority under the radar game. Last week, Hayden wanted to make a move with Caleb to get Tyson out. It backfired when Sierra was the rat. 
Then they recognized that. So then they tried to go to Tyson and say, hey, Sierra is playing both sides. We are with you still. She's trying to pit us against each other. Let's vote her out or Katie out. We want to be with you, Tyson. Let's keep the four boys bros alliance strong. Yeah, the problem is that Hayden's poker face is really bad. <laughs> like, he gets this look of just complete and total like yeah. desperation. Like, his eyes get really wide when he feels like he's threatened. Yeah. And it's, you can tell that you can't trust him. He's a gamer, but he's such a good guy and, like, a good-hearted guy. He does have that, like, it's hard a little bit with the poker face for him. He can't do it. And, and I, I'm, that's what I love about him. Yeah. I, I've loved Hayden since the beginning of this game for, I mean, a lot of reasons. He's He's a good player. Yeah. It's, I talked to my mom, my mom on the way here, and she was like, Survivor, I want Hayden to win. (laughs) He's like that, like Midwest, like all the people in the Midwest are probably like rooting for Hayden. Yeah, and all the big brother people out there. We know that's a huge audience. Huge audience. (laughs) So I did, like last week, kind of, that was one of the first times where I was looking at Hayden, and I've been kind of like looking at Hayden as a, you're not really playing a, a, crazy good game yet last week when he was trying to make all those moves i was respecting him more and kind of like good job hayden you're trying to make moves and you're trying and you're trying and you're trying which was awesome but see i the whole time i've actually been watching him be in the background and kind of flying under the radar and going when am i gonna make my move yeah because that i mean that really is the sign of a a strategic player is someone who figures out a way to manipulate and yep. and change and adapt all during the game. You don't I mean you don't want to be in you don't front the be, whole time. No, you don't yeah. want to be on the throne or the leader of the pack or any of that stuff. It's like in like Machiavellian principles, you want to be that person's in their alliance and in their group, but you want to be the one to make the move against them at the right time. Exactly. And Hayden last week tried to make the move against Tyson, which I respected because clearly as a viewer we realize Tyson is running the show. He's oh, totally. he's the fourth time returning Boston Rob this season. You know, that's like <laughs> what's going on clearly. But the the big difference obviously yeah. is that he's not playing with people who worship the ground he walks Which is by. good. It's so yeah. much more entertaining to watch people that are actually trying to challenge him. Yeah. Even though he's still making one move ahead. It's fun watching people trying to go after him compared to just lying down there in front of him. There's so many seasons. I mean, I I couldn't give you a number. There's just so many seasons where at at this point in the game, people just follow along with their alliance yeah. and never challenge yep. the idea of doing something different in order yeah. to finally step out and make their mm-hmm. their move. And I think uh, the last two episodes, We've Hayden seen that. has really He's- been like... Boom! <laughs> yeah, he's like, I know I'm going next, so what it's, do I have uh, to lose? Yeah, like, it's great. And, and you know, like Tyson said, don't ever tell someone who's crazy that you're voting them out. Yeah. But I have seen several seasons as well. I've lived in several seasons where certain people take the idea of being voted out so personally mm-hmm. and so seriously that they do go crazy. Yeah. And when they flip that switch when you're out there, it's, <laughs> it could be really scary. Who comes to mind right away when you think of that? Um, Ethan. <laughs> Ethan. In, in All-Stars? In the All-Stars lost Season it. eight, the first All-Stars. Yeah, yeah. He could not fathom the idea that he was going to get voted off. It was... Scary, and Ethan is like the most lovable, and sweet coming, guy. Coming back as a winner, you know. Yeah, he's yeah. like one of the sweetest guys ever. But I saw a side of him that I was just like, oh, <laughs> "Wow!" So now we definitely have to get rid of you, Ethan, because yeah, yeah, you've yeah. lost it. So funny. I love that we're gonna have some classic Survivor references tonight, especially at the rock pulling. I know. So at that tribal council last week, you know, Sierra was it was her big move to pledge her allegiance and alliance to the returnees, and then. Caleb at Tribal Council said it's going to be a blind side tonight. So he and Hayden really believed that 
they were going to get out Sierra. And then it turned out Tyson, Monica, Jervis, and Sierra went after Caleb, and Caleb was the one who voted, got voted off, and he was he totally was totally blindsided. blindsided. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's another thing. Don't go to tribal council and say tonight there's going to be a blind yeah, side like, because it's usually you. That's like in Survivor <laughs> One World when Cat was like, "I love a blind side," and then she got blindsided. It happens every single time. Yeah. It's like just don't even say that word. Yeah, the the, the B <laughs> word should not come out. You can say it other is, B words. Don't say I can't wait for a blind side yeah, tonight. Yeah, don't say it. That is your, the writing on the wall for you. It's foreshadowing your own destiny, it's, is what that is. Yeah. So, you know, that left, uh, you know, looked going into this week as the on the outside Hayden and Katie versus the four. So I'm trying to think. I think that's we covered. That's that's a good good for last yeah, week. That's I good. Think so. Tonight was epic. Tonight we have in season 27 of Survivor. It still happens where we have tribal councils and episodes that we've never seen before i love that's why i love survivor we are 27 seasons in and we are getting an episode unlike anything we've seen in the past how many i can't how many episodes have we had on survivor hundreds it's so exciting to watch when (laughs) you have jerry who's played three times me who's obsessed and our mouths are on the floor yeah we were both screaming like screaming we're in a room and everyone's like what's going on over there yeah like whoa (laughs) yeah that was we don't scream like cats or dogs like that. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I yeah. scream like a dog. So we we come back from tribal council and Hayden he basically calls out Tyson and I loved it. I this episode it's I I loved what Hayden did the Hayden, entire episode. Okay, here's my my uh, new theory. It, whatever happens next week, yeah. It's either Tyson or Hayden that's going to win Survivor. One of them Survivor. is going to win. Yes. Yeah. I uh, 100% agree. Now everybody's got to get rid of Tyson and Hayden in it's, order to have a chance to be number side, one. Each side, it's Tyson and Hayden. Those yeah. are the two players that they deserve the win right now. I mean, all that stuff went down right in front of the jury. It's awesome. awesome. It was and incredible. It's incredible. It's <laughs> All right, sorry. I love that we're both so completely blown away. I, I love it. So, you know, let's lead up to that. Hayden okay. comes back from Tribal Council and calls, puts Tyson on the spot. I lo- so many people don't do this in Survivor where you call out the person who is in the best position. So he says in a polite Hayden demeanor, which doesn't really, like, piss off a lot of people, only Tyson – Everybody, if you're playing for second place, you're playing for second place because Tyson is going to win this game. Tyson, hats off to you. You're playing an amazing game. Oh, he played the idol. Last week, Tyson played the idol. We should mention that. He thought he could maybe be in jeopardy, so he played the idol. Nobody knew he had it. So hats off to you, Tyson. You are going to win this game. If you all want second place, do what you're doing. Tyson's going to win. Right. It was it was a beautiful moment. Amazing. And moment. you know what I thought was so great because it was kind of uh, Tyson's karma coming back at him. Remember when... They uh, changed tribes, and he was yes. doing that to Aris. He kept yeah. like throwing Aris under the bus, going, true. "Oh, Aris, uh, look at you! You know, taking King charge." Aris. Yeah. yeah, and so Hayden did the same thing to him. Yeah, but in a, in a much more likable way, and this is why Hayden is so dangerous he's, now. Yeah, he's so likable, very likable. And that, I think you hit it right on the nose. Our, uh, when Tyson does it, it comes off cocky. It comes off kind of like... Because he's being a jerk about kinda it. Kind of cocky. Whereas yeah. when, H- when Hayden does it, it comes off as this boy-next-door, all-American, lovable yeah. guy. Yeah. And 
you know, that is him planting the seeds right away, basically saying, Tyson, I'm coming after you. It was funny to watch everybody's reaction, too, because I think that might have been the first moment that most of them actually even really looked around and said, he's right. Yeah. And it's just planting the seed of like, right. you know, and then the, and then what happened was Jervis, <laughs> Jervis. comes attacking. Are Jervis. you kidding me? I'm doing every move Tyson's doing. We're My doing hand it is together. up his butt. <laughs> Meaning he's the puppet. Yeah. Yeah. I like Jervis. Don't keep your mouth shut, man. That was like the perfect time to just sit back and shrink into the darkness because, I mean, it was a thing. Tyson was like. Dude, they way to throw me under the bus. Yeah. You know, and he's like, I'm just let the spotlight stay on Tyson yeah. Jervis. That's and then... not the point of this of this uh mm-hmm. game is to draw the spotlight on you at all times. Yeah. That is you don't want that. Yeah. Jervis's ultimate move in this game would be the like I'm gonna say it again, Machiavellian role of let Tyson do all the moves, make the move against Tyson when you need to. That's your game winning move to win yeah. the game. You but, you wanna let someone else do all the dirty work. You wanna and be then, a part of it. Yeah. And then cut him off. Yeah. But so that was kind of that night and, you know, going to bed, obviously, that night they all probably started thinking like, what do we, what do we do about Tyson? What, this is interesting now. Yeah. So Hayden, you know, hats off to you for doing that. Um, and then we get to Redemption Island. Caleb comes and Jeff says, Caleb, you didn't look at anybody coming in and are you pissed off? <laughs> and he kind of was like, yes. And he called out. Um, Utah and Philly saying like, I'm a man of my word. And I guess in Utah and Philly, you know, um, your word doesn't mean anything. Which is, we both agreed, kind of stupid to say, okay, first of all, it's Survivor and everybody's at some point going to have to lie to somebody. Yep. Um, and he was about ready to stab yeah. Tyson in the back. So, so yeah, I, I hate it when people do that. Like they, they're blind to their own faults and their own actions mm-hmm. in the game. Yeah. I wouldn't even say a fault. I would just say it's game Their own play. actions. It, they, it's like they don't acknowledge that they were going to do something to somebody else and they just did it first. Yeah, you can be pissed off that you got voted off, but not pissed off because they broke their word when you yeah. were going to do it. That's I like, mean, Jervis called him out on it, and I love that about Jervis. Yeah. He made it very plain and simple. Dude, we just did to you what you want to do to us. Mm-hmm. We just did it first. Which is completely true. I agree with Jervis totally. on that. You know, Caleb, I understand you're pissed. But I don't think you can call them out on being mad about breaking their word when you were going to do that with yeah. Hayden. And it's it's the difference where, I mean, Aris had so many deals with everybody. But when he got voted off and actually left to go on the jury, he was like, hats off to you guys. Like, that is what I like, like a humble vote off when you realize you were going to make all those moves, but they got you first. And then you bowed out. You know, you kind of like, hats off to you. Do you remember what I said in Australia? Oh, my God. Where? My, the, word, the first thing that came out of my mouth when I got voted out? In Australia. I said. Oh, my God. Remind me. Checkmate. You, Checkmate. Guys, you guys got me. I love it. That's what I said. Now, does an evil person say that? <laughs> no. An evil person would have gone out like spinning. No, if Ryan were here, he'd go, oh, Jerry, web. you're just evil. <laughs> That's all I did to you. Because it's a game, you it know? Game. And it sucks to get voted off. But at the same time, it's part of the game. It's, you know that you're either going to vote someone off or get voted off. It's yeah. just that simple. Yeah, so C- Caleb was, you know, kind of bummed out. I and, mean, the, and that's where the bitter jury theory comes yes. in. That I understand why people think, oh, the second someone gets voted off, they're going to be a bitter jury member and turn everyone against the one person that wronged them. Mm-hmm. It does happen. Yeah. But with a little bit of time. You, you take a kinda, step back and realize yeah. you try and I hope people try and I love juries that look at it as I'm taking a step back. Who played the game? Yeah. You know, who played the game and what's the criteria, not the who who kind of pissed me off. You know? Exactly. And I think that's, you know, even I think in Heroes and Villains, that's why you voted for poverty. 
Because when you take a step back, yes, everything happened, but it's she did play a fantastic game. Sandra did as she well. Did. It was totally different. Totally different, two different, totally different games. Totally different games and different criteria for voting them for winners. But your vote for her was the recognition of, yes, you played the game. I mean, I basically said, yeah. you know, I, I'm voting for you because I wanted to get rid of you from day one and you're still here. Yeah, which... But I did just talk to Sandra today. We were texting oh. back and forth and... There are there are definitely some things I I, I kind of wish that I had voted for Sandra, but uh, but that's for personal in reason, hindsight. I think you it's know. more because Sandra and I still keep in touch with each yeah, other, and friends. I love her to death. Yeah. And She's, I never hear from poverty. Yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, it, but for personal reasons. Yeah, and I think just I'm going to throw this out there right now. Vote for Jerry for Hall of Fame. Oh yes, I think I think today might be the last <gasps> time to vote. Vote for Jerry for Hall of Fame. I think so. Where yeah. do people vote? Um, you can go on Twitter and go to H O F. You know what? I tweeted it. Okay. Go to Jerry's Twitter account, which is at Jerry Manthe and find out where you can help vote yeah. for her for Hall of Fame. You just go to Twitter and send It's in not a Hall of Fame if Jerry Manthe's not in it. Come on. Aww. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> so back to this Thanks, episode. Yeah. yeah, we gotta throw that out there. Thank you. I um, it, the challenge, which <laughs> we'll talk about Jerry a little more. The challenge was the challenge that Jerry won in Heroes and Villains, stacking up the it's cards all about me to build the tall eight-foot tower. Yes. So strategy, what is the strategy? How do you win that challenge? You won it. Yeah, I won it because I used to play that game when I was a kid all the time, and there's a certain way to stack cards that you are guaranteed they will always stay. Yeah. Like, when uh, everyone was stacking and and pieces were falling out of the bottom, I don't get that. Yeah. Because... You need a good bottom. Well... You just need, well, first of all, you, you've got to continually get down off your platform and walk around and make sure it's going straight. straight. And if, like, mine started going this way, so I started building it this way, mm-hmm. kind of counterbalanced it. Okay. But you you have to give the structure, uh, it has to be sound. Yep. So that when you take your hands away, everyone's kept falling because they weren't, they didn't yeah. build it. Uh, I'm trying to think of how. It's, well, exactly. Laura Moret, she Dominated again. This woman is a beast in challenges. She's amazing. She is so good. Let's just talk about for a second if Laura ends up being the one that comes back into the game and Sierra is still there. Um, wow. Hello. <laughs> the two of them could go to and, the final and together. And that would be one of the the first times where the returning player like actually has a huge impact in the game. I mean, Lil... In Pearl Islands, went to the final two from the from the castoffs, and she like, but, that, but it's different. Yeah, because um, I'm when uh, when Matt came back, he just went, got spit back out. Usually, gets spit right back out. When Andrea came back, like she tried to get everyone against Boston Rob, and nobody would go with her. But at this point in the game, if Laura Moret comes back in the game, and Sierra is in the game, that is a huge game changer. Huge game changer. And honest to God. You want to sit next to Laura Moret in the finals because it would be really hard to justify voting for someone who's been voted off twice, I think. Wait, you don't want to sit no, next to her? No, you do want to sit next to her in the finals. If Laura Moret comes back in the game, you want her next to you in the finals, in my opinion. Because Why? your argument is, okay, she survived on redemption twice. However, she did not have to play the game as strategically as I did with all the votes. And she got voted off twice. You're going to vote someone to win who got voted off twice when I never got voted off once. Right. That or you my... could argue that, look, she's sitting in the I finals know. after so getting voted off it twice. It goes either way. <laughs> so, but I would, There's I would, always two sides I there, know, but I would think... I would think. I wouldn't want to sit next to her in the end. I don't know. She 
I think she could have a really good chance to win. That would be crazy yeah. if Laura Moret if she came back and voted and out won. Hayden and she well, if she came back in the game and won. Yeah. Like someone got voted off twice in the season and then won. I, there's just, Who knows this season? This season is throwing me for a loop. I love it. I know. I do too. No idea. Yeah, it could. It very. I mean, if she spun it, I think in the, when you get to the jury, it's all about spinning it the right way. If you're Laura Moret, you say, I freaking dominated this game. I dominated Redemption I twice. I fought and scratched and out. kicked and I'm I back. I played strategically. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. You know, so. Nobody wanted me here from day one and so, look, I'm still here. Still here. here. <laughs> She's like poverty. So in the the challenge, Laura Marat dominated and then you can only 30 minutes whoever either wins or is done or has the highest stack. So it's Tina versus Caleb. And we were... I mean, honestly, I was just like, please. For Tina tonight, we did not want Tina going home. No, no. And it was, Tina was behind, and Caleb was building, 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 and there were a few minutes left, and then Caleb's tower collapsed. Tina just let her sit there. Caleb is now on the jury. So Tina survives the moms two weeks in a row, take out two guys, and Tina goes back to Redemption Island. So then... You know, that's, we were happy for Tina. Yeah, very happy. And I'm sure I, you know, who even knows if they watched tonight. It's probably a really hard episode to watch, or maybe they did for an outlet. Who knows? But yeah. happy for Tina um, that she stayed in another round. Um, so then we, we get back to camp, and Hayden. Oh, wait, I want to just bring up oh, the, yeah. Jeff asking Caleb. You oh, know, good, yeah, yeah. Je- this, this is, is Jeff's oh, yeah, thing. This is this great. Year. We got to talk Every about this. Every time somebody gets uh, beat and sent home off of Redemption Island, Jeff asks a relationship related question Makes sense. about how the game will affect your relationship with your loved one. <laughs> and uh, I just thought it was so interesting that he points out how different yeah. Caleb and Colton are. And then Caleb's like, well, we, we know we've got some things in common. He's like, what? He's like, oh, we're both men. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's probably the only thing they have in common. Like, and that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> that was so funny. I love Caleb. He's a good guy. I can't wait to meet him. He seems like a good guy. Yeah. And that, yeah, that was hysterical. He's like, yeah, that's about it. And then he's all opposites attract, opposites attract. Yeah. So it works for them. If it works for them, it works for them. Um, time will tell. Time will tell. So <laughs> Caleb becomes the third member of the jury. Yes. Three guys on the jury. We don't have jury. to worry about the whole thing about, you know, Caleb's Yeah, that whole the money debate about splitting the money and if they'll vote for Caleb Colton, because of Colton. You don't get half of a million dollars. We'll never, ever know. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we get back to camp life and Hayden is, he's at it. Hayden is going after Tyson. He's picked his, his person he wants to go after, so he approaches Jervis. Wait, wait. The clue? Oh yeah! Oh my God, we're skipping it. We're just, yeah. we're just trying to get to tribal. I know. I know. Okay. The clue goes to Sierra, Laura, and she keeps it. She keeps Thank it. Thank God. Thank God, because Tyson used it last week. We know the idol is back into play. Sierra is smart to keep the clue. I'm still upset though that they continually kept giving clues to the same idol that was already found. Because mm-hmm. normally, if the idol is found, there are no more clues for that idol. Oh, in the past, that's yeah, okay. and. You know, that's, I don't know if they were just trying well, to keep the Well, the what's been, in, what I thought was interesting, too, is because there were two idols into play because there were two camps, right? Yeah. So it's interesting that it did go down to one idol and the clues weren't to the other idol. I didn't like that. I didn't like when it When Katie got the clue, it was to the idol that yeah. Tyson found, whereas... Because Tyson was like, I've got it. No one else can have it. Yeah. And I'm thinking, I said this last week, yeah. that... Tyson above anybody out there should, should know, know there could be a second. Because heroes and villains, we had like, I swear to God, like five idols in play at a time. They were flying it was all over the place. 
So I was surprised that he said that, and then I was more surprised that that clue that Katie got wasn't for, it was for that a new idol. S- yeah. But then, you know, what does Sierra do? She goes back to camp and decides she's going to read it to— at, at that point in the game— uh, No, keep it to yourself. You should have learned from Tyson the fact that he had it and nobody knew. And you knew. didn't know. And you saw how effectively it worked for him at that time, even though no one voted for him. But she should – this is a beginner's mistake. I really do think that because the, the way the idol is the most powerful is yeah. if you find it and no one knows so, it. But here's, here's the question. She doesn't share that clue. Does she become enemy number one then? That's she the, was the already worry. on the chopping block anyway. But she, uh, she thought she was securing a four. At that point in the game, she was securing a four-person alliance. So I, I understand know. her sharing the clue. However, the mistake I think she made is if you share that clue, you share it under the condition that if we find it as a group or we find it, you give it to me. I hold on to it, and I'm... Uh. Oh, sorry. <laughs> we're, our, our mics are buzzing because our phones are by them, so we're moving them, so the buzzing gets out of the nice uh, mics. Thanks, thanks, officer, director, whatever you want to call it. You guys don't even know what we're talking about. <laughs> sorry. So, uh. you know, maybe she says, like, let's look for it together. If we find it together, we share it, or whatever it is. And you need to make sure, Sierra, that if you share that clue, you get your hands on the idol, and no one else does. Well, here's my question. Yeah. Obviously, they were out there as a group. Yeah. Obviously, they all knew the clue. Where was everybody else when Tyson found it? There was nobody around. How did that happen? I want to know. I want to know. It's, did they? Sierra, did they look- please tell me. How did that happen? Did you guys leave Tyson all by himself? Or is it they split off and said, let's find it as a group and then share? And then yeah, Tyson but it played said it them. was like it's, two feet away from the water source. It's, oh, no, above the it ground. It doesn't make sense. The only thing I could think of is they looked, they couldn't find it. So then they decided, okay, we'll look later. And Tyson went back. Yeah, I don't know. but still, if it, that's the thing when you share it with everybody. you got to keep tabs on yeah. absolutely every and, single and person. And Hayden and Katie come looking and they're kind of trying to see where everybody's looking. So they start looking. And Hayden... Hayden is standing at the tree that it's hidden in, and you see the camera go to it. I know. Tyson's in the tree. You see the camera go to it, but Tyson is back to the to the camera. Yeah, but still, you camera guys, man. <laughs> Do you think that sometimes like helps people? Of course it does. If you're not looking in the right place, the camera's not going to be with you. So if you're kind of on the scent of the trail, the camera guy is going to be They're all over you. it. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I think. I think that's how... Other people have found them hmm. in the past. Interesting. We've all said that, you know. Interesting. So Tyson finds the idol again. He puts it in his underwear in and his says, junk. I'm going to put it in my crotch because nobody's going to realize that it's he a says, bulge. He says, no one will suspect a bulge there. And I'm what? thinking. Do you not have balls? <laughs> are you trying to say you have a tiny pee-pee? <laughs> Is that what you're saying, Tyson? You've got a tiny pee-pee. <laughs> No one will suspect it. And we did get an emotional confessional leading up to that Tyson getting the idol. And, and there was this heroic music playing. And it was one of those moments where I was like, Tyson's going to win the game. Because it's this like heroic music. Tyson's crying about how when Rachel left the game, he did, he 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 made sure that he's going to win this game. Because he cannot justify not giving up his spot for her if he doesn't win. Oh, I found the idol. You know, it's kind of this like... 
build up Tyson. Maybe moment. it was his exit speech. Maybe. <laughs> so you know the whole idol play again. Tyson's got the idol. It was just kind of reminiscent of Boston. It just makes the parallels between him and Boston Rob from when Boston Rob won his season. Of Boston Rob found the idol and then he didn't he chucked it in the the volcano. No, no, he threw the the clue. Oh, the clue in the volcano. Yeah. yeah, I'm getting he all. He said I'm nobody needs this tonight. anymore, and they boom. Yeah. yeah, but you know he had that idol and and uh, so. That was the idol story, and then going back to Hayden, Hayden's approaching Jervis, saying, "Jervis, you are playing for number two. You know, <laughs> you're playing for number two to Tyson. Tyson will beat you. You need to make a move. You need to make a move." So Jervis entertains the idea to Hayden, but in his confessional says, "I'm sticking with Tyson. Tyson's my man. I'm sticking with him, but I'm, I can entertain these options if they're out there. Let's what, see where they plan? develop. You right. know." I think that was smart for Jervis to do yeah. that. Yeah, I, I did the same thing with Amanda. Yeah. She uh, approached me. I was climbing a tree looking for some food. She comes up to me. She's like, so uh, if you were going to do – I said, what? Tell me. Yeah. What is it? What she, do you pitch? She couldn't pitch me anything. <laughs> <laughs> Amanda. I was wide open to the idea. I'm like, what do you got for me? Oh, man. That's someone <laughs> so close so many times to winning that game. but I think she's in the Hall of Fame. Is she? I think she is. If Amanda's in the Hall of Fame, Jerry needs to be in the Hall of Fame. Damn it. You got something there. That's true. <laughs> so Jervis says, you know, if you can get Sierra, if you can switch Sierra, then let's talk. You know, so then Hayden's working it. Working this episode. Hayden goes to Sierra again. Sierra. While everyone was eating ice cream in I, front of oh, them. Oh, yeah. I hate it oh when they do God. eating stuff in front of everybody. It yeah. just drives me nuts. And so there again, Tyson's eating. I, I'm just like, I can't stand the way he chews. I can't stand the fact that he's been eating the whole time. I'm yeah. just like, God, so, man. So the ice cream came. I think he gained weight this season. He probably did. <laughs> he did look a little skinny in some of his confessionals. But. His cheekbones are yeah. pretty. Uh, so immunity, we'll get to more of the Hayden stuff. Immunity is a cool challenge. I mean, so we've seen a lot of repeat challenges this season. This one was kind of maybe some aspects of other challenges, but it was cool. We both were like, oh, this challenge is awesome. Yeah. So the challenge was... I like it when there's different levels. Different levels, different parts, where first they have to balance a ball and a stick and go through an obstacle. The then they have to make the, oh, the, the stick longer, so it's two sticks, and walk a balance beam, not dropping the ball. Then you have to make the stick into three sticks, and then do another uh, balancing you know, beam and not drop the ball. Then you have to drop everything and start throwing sacks at um, almost like bowling pins. So Monica and Jervis are like neck really good at it. Neck and neck the whole yeah. time. Tyson falls back and he's then in it. Jervis and had a good strategy. Jervis, just chucking those things really hard and knocking over yeah. a bunch of them. And they were, everyone was doing two hands and Jervis was balancing with one. I was really impressed with Jervis. Yeah. So then it was basically Monica, Jervis. And we then haven't had any swimming challenges. In yeah. <laughs> we haven't had a lot of swimming yet. Yeah. Maybe we'll get some more swimming. So Jervis and Monica neck and neck throwing these bags at these pins and Jervis is just chucking them and nailing them. He's got one. He doesn't get it down. Monica's coming back. Tyson's in it. And then Jervis wins immunity. Yeah. Is it Jervis, has he won individual immunity? I don't remember. Not this season. In his original season? I can't remember. I don't know. I can't remember. Jervis, did you win any immunity? Can't remember. Sorry, that's slipping my mind. If you didn't, and this is your first, congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> I know how that feels. It feels so, so then good. he gets an ice cream reward, and he gets to pick two people, and he picks first Monica 
I think clearly because Monica gave up her reward. So, you know, pay her back for the cheeseburgers and stuff. And then he picks his left-hand man, Tyson. But he was kind of conflicted. Did you yeah. see that? I think he, he should have picked Sierra. So my, I think he should have picked Sierra. And I think, you know, you know, I think when you're in a tight alliance or how I would play the game, if I'm in a tight alliance and an opportunity for reward came, I would have the understanding with my ally. I will never pick you. You should never pick me. We don't want to piss people off if we're in a tight alliance. So always pick someone who you can kind of like who is at the bottom so they don't feel like they're at the bottom to mentally make them feel like they're at the bo- like not at the bottom. Mm-hmm. If you are so good with Tyson, you don't need to pick him from food. Food is a temporary reward. Screw that. Bring in Sierra it's and a, make her not feel like she's number four. It's a very awkward position because I was in that same position yeah. on Heroes and Villains when me and my sister won that challenge. Yep. And, you know, I picked Parvati because she took one for the team in yep. a different challenge. And, you know, some might say that I didn't win the million dollars because I didn't take Russell. Mm-hmm. So when when Jeff said that, I was like, ooh, I wonder if he's referring to <laughs> I mean, is there ever talk like between allies, like in the reward? We know no. you're going to pick people. No one ever talks about that. Well, I, actually, I did. I, I agreed. All us girls agreed. Yeah. If one of us girls won, we would take the other two girls. Okay. We did talk about that before. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's interesting. You know, Some those crazy di- stuff. And Jeff said, you know, sometimes this is a, a, million, a million dollar, dollar mistake. mistake, and sometimes it can be. Yeah. Um, so, Jervis, basically, what it, I think. It could have played a little role, and I'd be interested to ask Sierra if we ever got the opportunity to talk to her. You know, when she sees the three of them eating the ice cream and it's the three loved ones, that's only feeding into the idea. It's giving Hayden the ammo to say, Sierra, open your eyes. You are number four. And she did, mm-hmm. but you, she shut him down yeah. like constantly. And he, but good for Hayden, man. He just kept, he kept coming going. At so her. he brought Sierra and, and Jervis into the camp and into the, the tent or whatever you want to call it, the shelter. And basically <laughs> said, to the, it's, it's not, not a, tent, a tent. It's a Justin. shelter. Okay. I mean, it's a survivor tent. <laughs> brought them into tent. the shelter and was like, <laughs> you guys, this is your opportunity. You know, if you, at the end, you need to be able to claim that you made a big move. Here's your big move. Yeah. You know, and this is your big move. And although Hayden is saying this to them, it's a convincing argument. Ultimately, this is Hayden's big move. So ultimately, <laughs> even though he's trying to convince them that this is their big move, Hayden can always go back and say, no, 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 no. I convinced you to make this move. Therefore, it is my move, not your move. You made the move, but you did it because of me. Either way they go, Spin they're it. doing what other people are yeah. telling them to do. So looking at this situation. And, you know, the beauty of that was when Tyson came over and Hayden literally said, yeah. dude, right now I'm having a conversation with your alliance <laughs> and I'm telling them to vote you out next. I just want you to know I'm just playing the game, yeah. dude. <laughs> and, and I love that. I love that he was just like, dude, I'm trying to get you out. This is my move. But You're going to win. It was so great. It's so smart because say Tyson does end up on the jury. Uh-huh. He can't hate Hayden because Hayden wasn't being sneaky nope. about it. He was just being playing the game. Forward. He was being so straightforward about it. Mad props. And at that point in the game, you know, Sierra and Jervis were, we're not doing it. This is a dumb move for us. I think it is a dumb move for Jervis. Obviously, Jervis is sitting pretty, in, in, you know, towards the end. He can get to the end with Tyson. If he wants to get Tyson out, he could do it at five or four, you know, at different point. I don't know about that. For Sierra, you don't think so? You well, think, do you think this would have been a good move to this week for Jervis to pull the plug on Tyson? I don't. Um... Because then you have the three loved ones and you have Jervis and Monica. 
So then you're, you're kind of, you're not setting yeah, yourself up to be in a majority. Yeah, yeah. I so see. I think this week for Sierra is a good move, but for Jervis, not a good move. Yeah. Um, so they went into tribal saying, we're going to stick with our alliance. And then we have this like silhouette of Hayden saying, I am going to tribal, guns blazing. <laughs> I hate losing. And he's in a confessional and they had to blur his mouth because he's like, I beep hate losing and he's like i can't lose i hate losing i'm going in tribal gun tribal with guns blazing yeah if i'm going out i'm going out trying my damnedest we get to tribal council <laughs> this is epic epic tribal council yeah. it's such a good I tribal council i i think honestly he just proved to everyone that he deserves this night <laughs> gives hayden the right to like win the game yeah like if hayden gets to the finals tonight is a huge huge move huge game like i'm like just i'm impressed by hayden like i you know watched him play big brother and so watched his whole season win big brother and he kind of played the under the radar guy alliance strategy he didn't necessarily make huge moves this is a big. This is a this huge, is huge, move. huge move, huge move tonight. Uh, but, but the thing is, he had nothing to lose. Which, he knew he was going. But next. what I love about it is, and I'm giving Hayden credit for this. Everybody cannot make a move like this. Like you look at Katie. Katie has nothing to lose. She's not making any moves. Like true. It takes a skill. It takes a strategist. It takes a good people person. It takes good smooth talking. It takes logic and persistence to make this move of trying to convince Sierra to flip. Hayden was so good at it, and I don't think a lot of people could have done it. Katie couldn't do it. Katie didn't do it, you know? But Hayden has the skills, and he did it, where the entire tribal council, he was at Sierra saying, Sierra, you are number four. There is no reason for you to stay number four. This is your night to make a move. Your night to make a move is now force a tie with me and Katie, and you are number four. And then he the, said it so many times. And, and the, then so did Tyson and Jervis. Yeah. Like, they basically just solidified what Hayden said. Every time yeah. they talked about what was going on, they kept going, me, you, Monica. It was, yeah. And, and Jervis at one point said, like, you know, Monica, it's, you know, me, Tyson, and Monica have been together from day one. You know, these are my people. And it's like, what? Do you, why would you say that when Sierra? I know. They totally brought up their very first alliance. It's, it's like we have been together from the beginning. We got to yeah. stay strong. And Sierra, you're a part of that. Really? Like, yeah, I can't you, believe you said that. You know, that was dumb. And then you kind of have Jeff blatantly like, Sierra, look at Jervis just said you're number four. And then, you know, Sierra's like, oh, maybe I am number four. And then the Tyson says, you're not. And then Jeff goes, well, then if you're not number four, then Monica, are you number four? So it's like you're in such a tough position, Tyson and Jervis, because if you make Sierra feel like she's not number four, Monica feels like she's Do number four. Do you think uh, Jeff was a little too... I don't know, because honestly, nowadays, Jeff does whatever he wants to travel. Yeah. It, I, I, it's, it's, balancing, it's balancing a fine line. You know, like watching him literally like create the scenario where Sierra has all this uh, insecurity yeah. and then almost like piling more on top of her to make her feel that way. It was def- I've definitely felt him yeah. trying to sway Sierra to flip. Yeah. Because I know, I know Jeff he loves Hayden. He wants a Hayden. good, oh, he loves Hayden. Yeah. Well, I mean, Hayden would be a great winner. He, he would. would do great for, 
Survivor, the show. Yeah, and being a big brother and a Survivor winner. They'll put him on the Amazing Race next and see if he wins that. (laughs) And then they'll bring back the mole and see if he wins that. And he'll be living my fantasy. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I I mean, it's it's interesting because even when I think about, like, I think of even in um, Survivor Palau way back in that season, I remember a tribal council where Stephanie was the loved child of this, like, golden child. And Jeff, like, basically almost made Janu quit. So it's like this. It's it's back. You're like, what are you talking about? Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't but it's, it's that fine line of it's been a lot of seasons now where Jeff gives his opinion. So it's kind of like you know, going to travel now, Jeff is going to give his opinion. Yeah, you know, and it's kind of you know, but you know, I just felt tonight like it, he, he really, really was pushed he was it. pushing it. So it's kind of you have Tyson saying, "Sierra, you're with us." It's me, you, and Jervis. You know, whispering to Sierra, "It's me, you, and Jervis." When Monica goes to vote and all that sort of stuff, and. uh you know, we'll take four more minutes. <laughs> so yeah. then we get to the the uh, the the vote, and Sierra flipped and forced a tie. I was sh- we were shocked. I couldn't believe it. I kept shocked. going. She's not going to flip. She's not going. to I flip. give her credit for making that move. Yeah, I give her so much credit for making that ballsy move. I don't know if it's the best move or not, but it was a balls to the walls, crazy move. Tie. They have to re-vote. They keep the split vote, which then means that Monica Hayden. And Jervis, who had immunity, all are safe. And if they couldn't come to an agreement, then they have to pick rocks. Only Katie, only Sierra, and Tyson have to pick rocks. I could not believe Tyson was okay with that situation. I cannot believe that after everything he's done and worked hard this season, he went to a one-in-three shot of getting out on a random rock. I, I would not want to go out on a rock. Because even if Tyson thinks, okay, if I vote out Monica, I could then maybe pull back in Sierra and say Hayden's going to win this show. you got to go after Hayden now. You know, I was shocked Tyson went for rocks. Shocked. Yeah. Shocked. I would have thought Tyson would have voted out Monica. Yeah. Shocked. We have not seen rocks since season four when Pappy went home on a rock, the purple rock. There's like a Twitter <laughs> feed, purple rock. Katie ends up picking the white rock, and she goes home. Yeah, I didn't want to see her go home either. The fact that in season 27, we went to rock pulling in the final six is crazy. It's epic. It's epic. Hayden is the mastermind behind it. I I give Hayden the credit. And I also give Sierra the credit for making the move. We thought, we literally said, she's not going to do it. She's she's, she's not going to do it. And she's lucky she didn't get the the white rock. That was pure luck. That's that is a, a definite moment where you really get to see how much luck, luck is involved plays in, in the game. game. Yeah. yeah, and even going back to Australia, Tina said in her final words was luck is a huge part of the game. And back in season two, luck is a huge part. So it's epic. Katie goes home based off a rock, a rock, and Tyson stays in. And you know, obviously now the next move is working on Monica. It's you know Sierra and Hayden working on Monica. And I, but I see that I can see that happening already. Yeah, because. Once she realized that in the four, if Sierra uh, went, Monica was going to go next. Like, she knows that she's at the bottom. Yeah. Finally. Like, yeah. it's taken her a long time to figure it yep. out, but she is at the bottom. Yeah. So I, I could see her flipping. I could see it. It's, I'm, I think Hayden's gonna I agree win. with you. It's Survivor. Hayden or Tyson's going to win. Yeah. I think Hayden or Tyson's going to win. Yeah. Now it's just a question of who's going to flip, who's going to be the one who's got the more persuasion on the tribe, who's going to end up on top. I agree with you. I, I totally think it's going to be Hayden or Tyson. Yeah. Crazy episode. I loved it. Awesome episode. Travel Council was epic. And it's been a great season. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, my heart, you know, I'm like exhausted. I know. I could tell you've been gone for a couple of weeks because I know. I, don't think you barely took a breath tonight. <sighs> I'm exhausted. 
Sorry if I talked and talked too fast. We had so much to talk about. That's okay. Oh, I've, I've missed I've this. I've had a headache all day. I didn't I've have much to say this. anyway. Oh, yeah, you did. I have missed this. We love talking about Survivor. Hit us up on iTunes or YouTube and tweet. Uh, you can tweet me at Justin F. Walter. Jerry, where's your Twitter? At Jerry Manthe or just go to jerrymanthe.com. Find out all the awesome things I'm up to. I'm doing all kinds of fun stuff. Yeah. So. We are in the home stretch of this season. we got a couple episodes left. The finale is coming up. It's, so it's fast. here so fast. It's going to be an epic end of the season. And, epic, uh, epic, epic. Epic, epic, epic. We can't <laughs> say that word enough. Awesome, awesome travel tonight. Thanks, yeah. guys. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. Thank you for watching AfterBuzz TV on YouTube. For more of your favorite After shows and interviews, subscribe to our channel here. And be sure to share your opinion on the episode in the comment section below here. We'd love to see what you guys are buzzing about. Thanks again. Buzz you later. <laughs> 